Hi, I'm Charlie from CookingSecretsForMen.com and today we are continuing our series Cooking with Milwaukee Community Leaders and I'm very pleased to have as my guest today David Crowley. Thank you. David is our county exec here in uh, Milwaukee County. Uh, also listed on the uh, top 100 power brokers uh, list by uh, the Milwaukee Business Journal. So, um, so David, you are a lifelong Milwaukeean, born and raised. Born and raised. I uh, grew up in the 53206 zip code. Yes. Um, one of the, if not the, certainly one of the most underserved areas uh, in our community. Um, our mayor, Tyler Johnson, also grew up in the same area. Um, so your, um, your background and your story, fairly well documented here in Milwaukee, but talk a little bit about how you uh, worked through and understood what was going on and that helped give you uh, an insight as to what residents deal with on a daily basis. Absolutely. Well, first and foremost, thank you for having me. I'm really excited to be a part of this, uh, uh, this video. And I just want to let folks know I am not a cooker. I grill, but I'm really excited about uh, what we're going to be making today. But uh, growing up in 53206 zip code, I had the opportunity to see a lot of different things. And I always talk about the, the, the tale of two cities in a sense. And, you know, whether you're talking about individuals who have been living challenging lives, uh, you know, just, just going through the motions, whether you talk about poverty, whether you talk about mental health, whether you talk about drugs, uh, but also seeing what it looks like on the other side. When I think about uh, some of my other family members, like my father was a master electrician. Um, my, my mother, you know, she was a Jane of all trades, but they also had their own issues, suffering from mental illness, suffering from drug addiction themselves. And, and for me, it was really, you know, when I think about what led me here, uh, my, the community saved my life. I think about uh, organizations like Urban Underground, uh, youth organizations like that that really instilled into me um, the value of really giving back and that's one of the reasons why uh, I got into public service. Great. So you went to Bayview High uh, then on to University of Wisconsin-Milwaukee, UWM, um, and then moved into um, community organizing mm -hmm. and into local politics. So you worked for and with a variety of local politicos um, gained a background in, in state government, in governmental affairs, public policy, um, community outreach. So uh, talk a little bit about that journey from your community organizing through up and including the state legislature. Oh, great question because, I, you know, community organizing, that's when you're, you're working with the community, you're working with elected officials and really trying to tackle the issues that people are facing on a day-to-day -day basis. And, you know, one thing that I realized as a community organizer is that you can't focus on bringing change in communities, bringing resources into communities, unless you can change policies and really work with your elected officials to, to target those resources. And so as I began to do all the organizing, I, I got an opportunity to work for uh, then United States Senator Russ Feingold and did a lot of organizing and, and went across the state and realized that this was something that I absolutely loved doing. Um, and continued to do that and then... Um, while you're doing all this organizing, you get to meet a lot of great people. And at that time, I had met the county board supervisor, Nakia, uh, now Nakia Dodd. And out of the blue, we, we, we shared a mentor. And, uh, you know, that mentor convinced her to hire me. And so I had the opportunity to work as a legislative aide in the, uh, Marquee, on the Marquee County Board. 
And that gave me a lot of experience as it relates to what policy really looks like, how how the sausage really gets made, right? right? You know, um, and and she became a state senator a year and a half after working for her on the county board. So that brought me to the state legislature, where I worked as a as a, a policy director and a community outreach director for four years under her leadership. Uh, and, and then I got bit by that bug to run myself, right. and so I. Uh, it's funny because I, you know, the first time I ran for office, I actually lost. I ran for uh, city alderman, seventh district, right here in the city of Milwaukee, um, and I lost in that in that primary. And um, an opportunity opened up uh, because my boss at the time decided that she was done with state politics, uh, so I decided to run for the seventeenth assembly district. Um, didn't know what that was going to look like, but uh, but made it. And even before I was sworn in, because of the connections that I made as a staffer, uh, and not just getting policies through but helping get others elected. Uh, I was also elected chair of our Milwaukee delegation and chair of our Wisconsin Black Caucus. All right, so in 2020, you ran for county exec. Mm -hmm. You won. Yes. Uh, not only becoming the youngest county exec ever elected within Milwaukee County, but the first African-American yes. elected to that post. So talk a little bit about the issues and the challenges you faced over the last three years. I know we were just talking about a couple of them. That's right. Oh, yeah. You know, so when I first decided to run for this seat, I mean, it was November 2019, the seat opened up, I decided to run. And I think everybody across the county understood that the biggest issues facing Milwaukee County was this fiscal cliff, the fiscal issues that it faces. Um, but uh, one, the primary, and then a month after the primary, this thing called COVID happened. Um, and, and, and when COVID happened, I will tell you, you know, we were the first state to have an election. We had to wait a week long for the, to, for the results to be, uh, to be released. And that's all that we were focused on. And usually when you win in office, you got, you got some time before you actually get sworn in. Uh, but my predecessor, uh, Chris Abley, he, he called me up and said, look, I am not making decisions between now and then since you're going to be here. And so uh, when you think about COVID, I mean, that was really the, the, the biggest challenge at that time. Right. Coming in, um, you know, trying to work with our staff, making sure that we can basically deliver for the people and making sure that we can provide as, as much of a safe space as possible uh, because everybody was going through it. And I would say that was one of the, the biggest challenges when you think about how that affected our court system, how that affected... Um, the, 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 the criminal justice system in general, but also when you think about how we support uh, many of our seniors uh, through, through meals or through uh, recreational activities, as well as our young people. And right. so it, 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 it caused some issues, but I would say that uh, we were able to get through it. We were able to work with our partners internally and externally to make sure that we kept not just the people that we serve safe, but our employees safe at the same time. Uh, but the other challenge is, is really the fiscal issue, you know, and by the time 2027 comes, Milwaukee County will no longer have any local dollars to really make those investments in our own local communities. We need to be able to solve our local solutions, sure. I mean, our, our local problems with local solutions, but that's going to require us to have local resources. And that's one of the reasons why, uh, you know, many of us have, have been moving uh, with the Move Forward MKE Coalition to really bring uh, uh, our case to the state legislature on why we need of the, the tools uh, to, 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 to leverage our economic activity. And so the, according to the state constitution or state law, the local jurisdictions can't just um, de facto institute taxes. They, it has to run through legislature or through the um, referendum. Absolutely. So, and, and we can't even do it through referendum unless the state actually gives us permission, right? And so 
you know, you know, we, we have levy limits, so we can't increase our, our, our revenues by more than 1%, yet our costs are growing at about 2.5%. And so with this structural deficit, if we want to make sure uh, that our, our public safety continuum is there, if we want to make sure that our parks continue to be the crown jewel of Milwaukee County, uh, if we want to make sure that our Milwaukee County transit system is, is serving everyone, we are going to need these partnerships at the state level. Sure. So Milwaukee County um, became the first jurisdiction in the nation to declare racism a public health crisis. Yes. Um, and the county set a goal to become the healthiest county in Wisconsin. So um, talk a little bit about what is being done to address some of these systemic issues. I said systemic, right? Um, systemic <laughs> issues um, and towards reaching our goal of being the healthiest county in the state. Absolutely. I mean, so, I mean, the first thing that we did was we, we, needed, we needed to create a strategic plan. So we created our first strategic plan in over 20 years to make sure that we are tackling both uh, racial as well as health disparities that we see uh, running rampant, particularly here throughout Milwaukee County. And so we focus on three, uh, three pillars, really. Uh, one is intentional inclusion. You know, whether we talk about our employees, whether we're talking about boards or different councils that support Milwaukee County, we want to make sure that it's representative of, of our entire community. Uh, the other one is bridging the gap, making sure that, you know, no one falls through the cracks when they're actually uh, going after services that they need. So we believe in a no wrong door concept. So no matter what door you're entering Milwaukee County, we want to make sure that we're wrapping around all those services uh, around you to make sure that you don't have to go through multiple doors. And, and, and last but certainly not least is really putting our money where our mouth is, and that's investing in equity. Uh, we know that when it comes down to many of the issues and the disparities that we see today, a lot of this is due to uh, many di types of disinvestments. And so we want to make sure that we are, we are making targeted investments in, in, uh, in particular certain communities to make sure that as the tide rises, all the boats are rising. And so this is an all-hands-on effort and making sure that we bring as many people to the table to really, one, recognize who we were as a community, what we are now, and where we can potentially go. All right, so um, you may not know this, but you share the name of a Cincinnati politician that knew very well. Um, his name is David Crowley. Okay. Um, David was a um, councilman in Cincinnati. He was a vice mayor. My son, Luke, worked for him as an intern. Um, and he owned a very successful bar in the Mount Adams uh, area of Cincinnati, which is very similar to the Third Ward in that it has a lot of bars and no parking. Um, so um, the Cincinnati David Crowley has passed away uh, um, several years ago. But my question to you is, do you have any plans to open up a bar here in Milwaukee <laughs> named Crowley's. I, I don't have I don't have any plans. I, I do love Irish whiskey, though. I will tell you that. Uh, but I don't have any plans to open up any bars or anything like that. Right now, my focus is is being county executive um, and, and and being a, a great husband and a great father to my three daughters. Speaking of, um, why don't you tell us a little bit your family? Yes. So uh, my wife Erica, we've been married. We're actually celebrating our, our seventh year anniversary uh, tomorrow. Congratulations. Uh, thank you. And uh, we have three beautiful daughters. Uh, I have my, my bonus daughter, my stepdaughter. She's 15 years old. That's Alyssa. Uh -huh. uh, and then we have our two youngest, uh, Ava, who's five, and Autumn, who's three years old. Uh, all of them are doing great in school. Uh, Alyssa attends uh, Milwaukee High School of the Arts. Uh, Ava is going to Germany Immersion, great school right around the corner from my home. Um, and, and I can't wait for Autumn to actually get into school because 
Uh, we all know that childcare is very important, sure. um, but this is very expensive too. <laughs> so, you have a teenage daughter. Huh? Yes, I do. <laughs> okay. um, so, uh, we so far so good though. Right, right. <laughs> um, so we call this um, cooking with Milwaukee community leaders, serious people with serious jobs, having a little fun. So um, David mentioned at the beginning, he's not really a cook, you know. Um, we'll we'll see about that. But um, before we do get started, um, because you have a nice zoo T-shirt on, I've already spilled stuff on mine. Okay. I wanted to give you an apron to kind of cover up. So what we try to do. Um, awesome. What we what we do here is we have guests come in, they cook something, and then I get to eat it, and they get an apron. So, <laughs> um, so David. Tell us what we're cooking today. So today, uh, we are cooking chicken parmesan. And this is a recipe that comes from uh, one of our firefighters at the Milwaukee County uh, Firehouse uh, mm -hmm. down at Milwaukee International Airport. And, you know, a couple uh, weeks ago, I had the opportunity to do a tour. And chicken parmesan that he created and made was just amazing. So I've reached out to him and talked to him to give us the, the, the recipe uh, to make it for you and everyone who's looking to enjoy a, a nice sandwich. Great. All right, so um, we're gonna go over to the the cooking area and get set up. We've done a little prep work ahead of time, um, so we're gonna make chicken parm sandwiches. Yep. And we've got some roasted broccoli. Got some roasted broccoli. Oh, I forgot about the roasted broccoli. Roasted broccoli. Um, so it's it's both a sandwich and then healthy. So <laughs> if you put the two together, it's a healthy sandwich. Um, all right, so uh, give us a minute to set up, and we'll be right back. All right, so. Uh, we're over here getting set up. We're going to make uh, chicken parm sandwiches. Yes. And so we're going to do a egg wash. So David, why don't you go ahead and get started. I will. Um, so we got a couple of eggs that we're going to beat. And then we also have um, some butter here. That's for, our, for the bread, for the sandwiches. And we've got some marinara sauce also going to go on. We've got some oil heating, as you can hear. That was a little for the sauce. Alright, so David's going to beat the eggs and then I'll go ahead and get the um, the breadcrumbs ready. So we're going to use a little Italian breadcrumbs and we're going to work right to left. We're going to make six sandwiches. We're not like the firehouse and cook, you know, cooking for a million. <laughs> and the Italian breadcrumbs we're going to add some panko because panko um, will make it be a little crispier yes. which is what we would like. Alright, and can't have chicken parm without parmesan. So usually put in a little parmesan reggiano, but we'll go with craft today. Now we'll pour the flour into this other but one. The, he puts in um, the fire's name is Tim Burgess. Tim Burgess. Tim Burgess. He says um, put in a pinch, big pinch of flour into the egg. Ah. Right. Usually it's. I know what you're saying, yes, but he's, <laughs> I guess he's putting it in, that's a time saver for him. That should be enough. Alright, so we got the um, breadcrumbs here, combination of Italian breadcrumbs, panko breadcrumbs, and parmesan. So I think I'm going to be the egg guy. Alright, so we have our chicken, we've uh, butterflied it, and we do, oh you can see the flat, that's great. Oh that's good. Yeah. So I'm going to put it over here. David, if you would just toss it. These chicken breasts are thinner. So we cut them in half and butterfly them. Go ahead and be careful as you put that in. Yep. All right. 
So we've got our chicken breasts. All right, so we're going to let these go about six or eight minutes on the uh, on one side, and then we'll go to the other side. And then we have an instant read thermometer. Um, oh, nice. Yeah, there we go. Oh, perfect. All right. All right, so those will go for about six minutes. So we're going to clean this area over here, and then we're going to get our bread in order. All right, so we uh, the chicken is going through one side, so we're going to get the bread ready. So to do the bread, uh, Tim Burgess, who's the firefighter who developed this, uh, we're going to uh, we've melted some uh, butter and garlic together, and David is going to put it on both sides of the bread on all these pieces. We're making six sandwiches. Here, just put it on there, and then we're going to put bacon on one side of the bread, and then mozzarella cheese is going to go on top of that. We're going to go ahead and turn the chickens. A nice little color on them. Looking good over there. Use our instant read thermometer. They're about 140 something, so yeah, we want to get a little bit more on. So David is doing my job. <laughs> it's a team he's a, effort. He's a can-do kind of guy. We got some mozzarella cheese. It's supposed to go on the bacon. Everything smells great. It does. Alright, so we've covered mozzarella. So the next thing is we're going to get the chicken. Test that. Make sure. We want to get to at least 155. We're good there. So what we'll do is let the one cook a little bit longer. Dave, why don't you take the just put one on each of the part or the probe on it, except for except for this one. That right. Right. On side. No, on the on the cheese. There you go. There you go. Wow. Hope everybody's hungry. Um, so the next thing we uh, Phil says to do is make a provolone that will go on top of the, the chicken. So we're going to just cover each of the uh, the, the sandwiches. Let me grab this butter out of our way. You want to use two pieces or one? Um, I think two we can use. All right, so David has got the provolone. Do we have enough? No. Perfect amount. All right. So we're going to take our um, uh, sandwiches and we're going to put them into our oven down here. All right, so we're going to melt this, take about five minutes, and we'll be back. All right, David, I think we're, we're good here. So why don't you go ahead and we'll give a look. Oh, yeah. Oh, nice yeah. Melted provolone over top. So we're going to put these off to the side. We're going to ladle some marinara sauce over. This is a secret recipe marinara sauce. It's Kroger brand. <laughs> it's, as far as generic... Spaghetti sauces go. It is very tasty. It's it's got onion in it, so we're ladling a little bit. So one of one of the things you don't want to do is put too much on because it'll uh, it'll make the bread disintegrate a little bit. So, all right. So we're gonna finish putting these sandwiches together, and then I don't know, Dave. What do you think? We should we, should we try them? Oh, absolutely. Oh, okay. <laughs> all right. Absolutely. So we'll finish up here, and then we'll come over to the Sunday eating table as Granny used to say in the Beverly Hillbillies. <laughs> and we'll be right back. All right, so here we are. Um, so David, Let's why don't you tell us what we got and how we got it. So we have uh, chicken parmesan with some marinara sauce and some roasted broccoli. And this is courtesy of our firefighter equipment uh, uh, manager, uh, Tim Burgess. Uh, he has made this numerous of times inside the firehouse, right at, uh, again, MKE International. And I just want to say thank you again, Tim, uh, for this great recipe, and I can't wait to dig in. Absolutely. And thank you for 
for helping out today. Absolutely. I, mean, I think you did most of the work. I think I held the camera and <laughs> spilled some stuff. So, all right, let's give it a take. Well, I'm going to try this sandwich. Luis likes the broccoli, so I have to try the broccoli first. Yeah, roasted vegetables on any level, I'm good with. Mm. Mm. All right, after a little sip of water, I have to try the sandwich. So, David, where are you off to today? Well, today, well, it's pretty light for me. Actually, when I leave from here, I'm going to go hang out and um, with uh, United States Senator Tammy Baldwin, huh? uh, go to the park. Uh, but it's going to be a beautiful day. And so I'm going to, looking forward to taking my girls to my, my mother's house so they can spend time with their grandmother and spend some time in peace and quiet house. So we have a little extra marinara sauce to dip in if we need to, or? Absolutely. I might have to put a little teeny bit on mine. Well, David, this has been great. I really appreciate you taking the time to come down here. So good for one more bite. <laughs> Well, I appreciate this opportunity, and I got to tell you, now that my wife knows I can make chicken parmesan, she may make me cook. Now. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see if we can. I'll send you. Oh, you have the recipe. Just you send it to me. Yeah. Again, this is our continuing series, cooking with Milwaukee community leaders, serious people with serious jobs, having a little fun, oh, yeah. eating good food. We do appreciate all the work that you you put in. The leaders in our community, their work. Although we know who you are. We know what your job is. The level of work that you put in to try to make our community a better place is just not talked about enough. So um, you and everybody else who is trying to make our city a better place, really appreciate it. Well, thank you. And, and I want to say thank you because it is folks like you um, who, who help us make sure that we get the message out there and let the folks know what we're doing on their behalf. So I truly appreciate you, Charlie. Well, thank you so much. Um, so, Mari, we got a sandwich for you. Um, oh, well, yeah, he's, he's back there. So. Thank you all very much for watching. Appreciate your, your time. Um, it, uh, please watch our videos, uh, like, subscribe, comment. That's always uh, appreciated. So thanks so much. Appreciate all your great support out there. Thanks for listening to another episode of Cooking with Milwaukee Community Leaders. Cooking with Milwaukee Community Leaders is brought to you by Cooking Secrets for Men, LLC, and was recorded in the Third Ward in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. We feature and profile community leaders who are trying to make Milwaukee a better place. The tagline is, serious people with serious jobs having a little fun. Our guests choose the recipes that we use on the show. All of our podcasts are available on iTunes, Spotify, and wherever you get great podcasts. The original YouTube video for this episode is available on our YouTube channel, Cooking Secrets for Men, all rights reserved. Thanks. And see you next time on Cooking with Milwaukee Community Leaders.